0: Welcome everyone to the Department 12 podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ben Butina. Uh, I get emails and LinkedIn messages and DMs on Twitter uh, fairly often from students who are considering IO psychology as a career. But last week I got a question from somebody that was a little more unusual and he was considering uh, changing careers into IO psychology from another field, uh, the the legal field. Uh, And he had, you know, a, a very prestigious job, I would call it. And so he wants to talk to people to find out, you know, what is this IO psychology thing really like? And I connected him with a few people, but I also thought, hey, that would make a great topic for a show. Well, one of the folks who responded to that request uh, uh, to talk about their sort of career transition was Dr. Lisa Kath, who joins us tonight. How are you tonight, Lisa?
1: I'm good, thanks.
0: All right. So, Lisa, you, uh, you have an unusual uh, background in that. You started out in chemistry, right?
1: That's correct.
0: Did you? Uh, I, I know you have your undergraduate degree in chemistry. Did you embark on a career in chemistry and then switch to IO?
1: I did. I worked in chemistry for about seven years. Wow. Okay. Um, a couple of those years, my you know first real grown-up job after college was working for what was then a small company, Gilead Sciences. <laughs> um, and I was employee number 86 there. I made DNA, wow. which sounds really cool. I would be so it rich does. if I stayed there. <laughs> um, but I didn't like making DNA and uh, ended up moving across the country with my then boyfriend, now husband, and working for Pfizer, which is a really big pharmaceutical company. And I worked at Pfizer for four and a half years before making the switch to Iopsychology.
0: Okay. Let me start with why chemistry uh, to start out with. So- what, what drew you to chemistry to begin with?
1: You know, when I was applying to college, college applications were such a different thing when I was applying to college. Um, I applied to very few colleges. I knew that I liked science and I alternated between chemistry and biology without really knowing a lot about either. (laughs) And then I took chemistry 1A at Berkeley, which is where I went to undergrad And the guy was incredible. I remember him teaching us about the periodic table of the elements and why they were in the order that they were in. He was talking about electron configuration. And he just stopped and he turned to the 350 of us out in the audience and said, isn't that beautiful? And I was hooked. I was like, yep, that's amazing. So I stuck with it.
0: Cool. So I'm guessing that this isn't a job that a lot of people transition out of. Uh, you know, you mentioned like you were one of the first employees at Gilead, uh, which is one of those names that probably, um, many listeners are newly familiar with just because now pharmaceutical companies are, are kind of all over the news because as we record this, we are, uh, in the midst of a, uh, COVID-19 pandemic. For those of you listening to the future, I hope this is done and you're healthy. Uh, <laughs> but right now, we're we're all very interested in uh, pharmaceutical companies and research universities and, and chemists doing their thing because we're looking for a vaccine. And I'm guessing, uh, and, and maybe I'm wrong here, but I'm guessing that not too many people transition out of that career. Would that be safe?
1: You know, I went to... To um, I went to work with a lot of people who did end up transitioning out. So some who ended up being medical doctors, some who uh, one became a veterinarian, uh, one who became a journalist. So I guess some people do Hmm. transition out, um, particularly if you're working at the bachelor's level.
0: Okay, so what uh, you're you're working in Gilead and then Pfizer? What is it that makes you aware of IO psychology? Where you're like, yeah, that's the thing I want to do now.
1: That's the question. I knew that I didn't want to stay in chemistry. It just didn't feel like the right thing for me. And I thought, I'll go back and get my MBA. That was always my plan. I'll go back and get my MBA. But I couldn't get excited about going back and getting my MBA. So to delay the decision a little bit, I did some career counseling. And I actually took a whole bunch of standardized tests and learned about my values, my interests, all these kinds of things. And one of the careers that lined up that you know, that popped up, I I should say, that lined up for me was industrial organizational psychology. And when this came up, I told the educational psychologist that I was working with, I don't want to be a counselor. And thank goodness she said, that's not what they do. (laughs) (laughs) And so I looked into it. Um, Career counseling is not the You know, straightforward path to one career, but it did at least open my eyes to this as a possibility. And as I continued to explore an MBA, I realized that a lot of what I was looking for was really, you know, IO psychology focused stuff. The stuff that I was most interested in aligned with IO psych.
0: Okay. So you got psyched into IO psych. You took a bunch of tests and you're like, wow, okay, well, maybe these tests mean something. Um, so what was it like? Um, I, I don't know at this point, you know, you're, you're with your boyfriend. I don't know if you're married at this point. Um, what, what the deal is with your family or your friends or anything, but I'm curious to know, like, was anyone surprised when you said, look, I don't think this chemistry thing's for me. I want to go into this unpronounceably named psychology (laughs) (laughs) subdiscipline. And what was their response to that?
1: Um, I think there was a a general recognition that that might be a good move for me. Uh, I was able to explain it really succinctly, which always helps. Um, and I said, you know, one of the things I've realized is that I love science. That's why I got into chemistry. That's why I loved doing organic chemistry, learning about it. But I also love people. Mm -hmm. And so trying to align those two interests and, you know, really focusing on, the psychology of human behavior at work is just a perfect match. And people, I think, could kind of see that.
0: Awesome. Uh, so you went and you got a PhD in industrial and organizational psychology. And mm-hmm. what is it that you do now uh, that you think combines that, you know, love for people and love for science?
1: My research is in occupational health psychology, broadly. And I focus a lot on worker safety and worker stress. And for sure, the worker safety interest stems from my experience as a chemist. So one of the things that I noticed when I was a chemist was every time you started a new lab, you take safety training. That's required before you're allowed to work in the lab. And then you get into the lab and the behaviors that you transfer to the job are mm-hmm. the ones that your friends are doing or your coworkers are doing. And so this has just sparked a, a, you know, a lifelong interest in social influences on training transfer and safety.
0: Very cool. And you're, uh, you know, in my little uh, background reading that I do before these shows, I, as I do with most people, I looked you up on Google Scholar and your mm-hmm. citation list is, I didn't really have time to read it. Frankly, it's like one of those things I need to print out on a dot matrix and roll into a scroll. <laughs> And carry under my arm uh, because you've published a lot so so research is a big part of it. Can you tell us a little about your teaching?
1: Oh, teaching is one of my favorite things um, because I'm really interested in science communication, I think just mm-hmm. broadly, and teaching is kind of a specialized form of that. So I was so excited to learn about i o psychology uh, it was late obviously in my in my life and my career. But I love the opportunity to be able to share this information with other people because I think it's just broadly useful. So for me, obviously, it led to becoming an IO psychologist. But even for people who aren't IO psychologists, the kind of stuff that we know is useful to anyone who works. Mm -hmm. So the teaching aspect of my job has brought me an enormous amount of joy.
0: So aside from the very real possibility that you would be you know, very wealthy right now if you had stayed at Gilead with, you know, a wheelbarrow full of stock options and and all that. Is there anything that you miss about being a chemist? Any kind of like itch that IO just doesn't, you know, any kind of itch that IO doesn't scratch for you?
1: That's a great question. And the answer is absolutely. So when I was working as an organic chemist, I worked with physical stuff, And so I could take something, mix it up, purify it, and have a white powder or a yellow oil or something that I knew what it was. Um, I had something physically present that I could say, this is the thing that I made today. I don't have that in IO psychology. I have a lot of spreadsheets or data sets or (laughs) Word documents, but it's just not the same. So what I found is that I substitute and I do craft projects. And so that's the way that I get that kind of tangible hands-on thing. So I've made nice. succulents out of felt because I am terrible at keeping houseplants alive. <laughs>
0: um, and I've Me taken free. up
1: crochet as, uh, as another hobby. So just, you know, some hands-on stuff to kind of substitute, scratch that itch a little.
0: All right. Very cool. Now, let's flip that around. Um, what is it that you get from I.O.? Uh, Maybe that you haven't already mentioned that you didn't get as a chemist?
1: Um, I love being able to just understand more about people. I think people are super fascinating. And it's not to say that molecules aren't, Um, but I just, there's something about my brain that's wired to think about people, and I love that. So that's the part that I'm really, really happy about. is that I found an opportunity to engage in science in something that has just been interesting to me for years and years.
0: Well, Lisa, thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, I think this was a great conversation. Uh, I hope lots of people listen to it, especially those considering uh, making a move uh, from maybe one of the hard sciences into IO psych. So I really appreciate you uh, spending the time with us today.
1: Thanks so much for the invitation. It was a real pleasure.